Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 171, and I don't know which rhymes like this I have not yet done. I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... I'm Blue Rider, and my name rhymes with Spider. <laughs> I'm Alex the Jedi Jedrizak, and my name rhymes with Affleck. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's a bit of a struggle. <laughs> and my name is John, and I'll do my best not to make this podcast too long. Ah, oh, John, you had such that an easy one, and you couldn't line. even come up with a full one. <laughs> <laughs> you have one syllable. You didn't even Try go with not Rizzy. To make you yawn. <laughs> yawn. Yeah. Dawn. Con. God. You had so many options, and you ha- you went with a slant rhyme. Yep. <laughs> well, there are more things than just John's rhyming ability that are disappointing in the world of gaming this month. Um, I think the biggest one, the obvious one, uh, Unity did a terrible, terrible thing. They tried to walk it back. Wow, way to compare me to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to walk it back? Just shot did, my like, ego Did down. they, though? <laughs> It still seems like it's roughly the same thing. It's just not retroactive anymore. So, like, the, the yeah. basics, and I don't want to get into all the details because there's so many explainers out there. Um, but the basics are that they wanted to start charging you per download and there were – and make it retroactive. So, like – and then people were like, uh, like, every time anyone downloads the game – like, what if you, you know, delete the game and re-download it? Because yeah. – or what if – what about piracy? Like, does those count as downloads? And what about, like, people who just want to download it on multiple machines? Like, and then retroactively, like, I did not factor the cost of retroactive downloads into our profit model. And that would be more money than we ever made on the video game. Yeah. Um, And so – They've walked it that the retroactive part back, and they've added a higher scale of like how much money you need to make before it would activate, um, and it would only be with future versions. But like they're still doing it, right? Like, yeah, they just made it look more palatable so that people would stop complaining so much. And again, it all like like a lot of things like this. It sometimes feels like it's like let's just see what we can get away with, and we'll walk it back if it yeah. doesn't go well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who are staying away from Unity, you know, uh, still, because it's like, okay, if you guys do it one time, uh, (laughs) what does this say about the future? Like, I do not trust you not to do it again. Yeah, like, if I were a dev, I'd never use them ever again, basically. And and to be clear, Unity is a game development engine, a very popular one, the most popular one for a long time, I think. Um, for indie game development specifically. Um, and even like AAA, I think Unity is, I mean, like, there are a lot, like, you know, you, you especially when you, this came out, there were a lot of people saying, like, how are these companies going to feel about, like, there are a lot of Pokemon games now that are made in Unity, for example. The uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes were made in Unity, to my understanding. And so there's, it's very pervasive, but yeah, like, there's a, there's a breaking of trust and, I, at a certain point, you kind of think, like, did they not know that this was such a bad idea? And then you hear stories like, well, maybe the CEO or the executive leadership, like, sold a bunch of their private ownership of the company right before this announcement came out. It's like, hmm, if that's true, that's very suspicious. 
I don't know. It's a sad day for video games in that respect. Yeah, but I guess that's the thing is like I didn't realize that Unity was like a publicly traded company, right? Like in general, you have to understand that uh, the purpose of a publicly traded company is not uh, for the sake of whatever product they're creating. It is uh, so that the investors can make money. And so mm-hmm. this is a way for the investors to make money, um, you know, regardless of um, anyone else, I guess. But is it though? Because are they going to make more money from this that they lose from people not wanting to use their product anymore? And I, I guess that gets into the uh, the CEO didn't seem to think this was a great idea if he's selling all his stock, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's largely that speculation, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah I don't know the details the, about that. The, the key alleged oh yeah alleged yes the the key aspects here um, are that from the community's perspective, uh, Unity has lost a lot of uh, you know goodwill on the parts of the developers um, that a lot of developers are jumping ship. Um, you're moving to uh, Godot or moving to Unreal Engine, seeing a lot of talks about what to do from here, right? Like a lot of people are kind of stuck because they're like right on the border of releasing a game. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, tough in the final quarter to uh, <laughs> completely change engines. Yeah. And I mean, like, for those people, though, now the walking back does help in the sense that... Yeah, they can release their current game and not worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, Assuming they don't try to do something retroactive again later, because there's (laughs) nothing that stops them from trying again later, but... Retroactively walk back the walking back of the retroactive... Yeah. Oh, I get it. They just really like retro games. Yeah. They're very actively retro. Um, Yeah. But so it's a it's kind of a messed up situation. But I think there's a lot of like people trying to figure out, oh, what's going to be the next Unity? And so you hear like you hear I heard a lot about Godot, at least in the circles that I was around, even though like I feel like Unreal Engine 4 is more of an analog to Unity, if that makes sense. Like it seems like there's more crossover between those two, at least from what I have seen in terms of like their target demographics of the kind of games that they want to make. Because yeah. I feel like I see a lot of people like jumping into Go and seeing a bunch of stuff that they can't do in Godot <laughs> that they expected. Like uh, the big one was um, like porting to consoles because something about like because Godot is open source. Right. And you can't have like the console tools be open source, I guess, legally. Right. Yeah. So you have to either make them yourselves or hire out a company to do that. And a lot of people were saying, oh, hiring a company to do your porting, that's prohibitively expensive. And then I was like, didn't Paul and Michael, like, yeah. do that with yeah. a lot of their RenPy games? Yeah. And it did not, they're not poor and destitute, so. I mean, maybe RenPy is just really easy, because it is That could be part models. of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um it is a thing that, like, uh, again, like you said, because they are open source, um, the companies that have their proprietary, uh, you know, console software uh, are not releasing their console, uh, you know, development kits uh, as open source. So, yeah, uh, Godot has some troubles there. But I also feel like um, if you're going for, like, a big AAA title kind of, like, 3D game, if you're, like, focusing... On like, wow, great graphics, you know, how realistic or whatever, that you're probably going to go for Unreal Engine. 
Um, but for like most indie developers, I feel like the 3D capabilities that it has are fine, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And then like if you're I going, I think they're newer too. Like this is Godot Four, which came out like a year ago. I want to say. Yeah. Or maybe half a year ago, something on that order of magnitude. And then included a bunch of 3D stuff. That was sort of their pitch, I think. Yeah. And, um, but meanwhile, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of indie developers just do 2D stuff, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, small time itch.io self-published stuff. Um, and I feel like my experiences with Unity trying to do 2D were a little bit rough, you know, um, mm. Maybe that's better with Unreal Engine. I never looked into it, but um, it's definitely uh, more the target of what Godot is going for. I guess what do you, I like, I don't even really have a good sense of what the difference like between Unreal Engine four and Unity is. Like, I I have a decent sense in in the layman's terms, at least, of the difference between Godot and Unity, and it's kind of like a lot of that like two D three D angle and like the kind of demo the developer demographics i guess (laughs) the kinds of developers they are targeting but like between unity and unreal engine 4 i I don't really know the difference i have never touched uh, (laughs) unreal engine so i couldn't tell you blue or john or anyone else i think it's more fancy is (laughs) wow i don't know if like a lot of big name Look at how pretty this game looks. Games are made with Unreal Engine. Yeah. Uh, Like Kingdom Hearts 3 was made in Unreal Engine 4, I believe. And uh, the Matrix something or other that was like photorealistic and everything was all because of Unreal Engine 5. So I think that's one of the main things. Whereas Unity so can not... be for like even indie people, but like I mean, the Unreal Engine can people can use Unreal Engine. It's not like prohibitive or anything, but it is. It must be harder to learn, I assume, because it's not as widespread in indie dev. Mm-hmm. That is um one of the troubles of moving away from Unity in general is that it had such a huge community, right? That like yeah, exactly. the the base of like uh you know assets and um you know scripts and tutorials uh is just kind of like wasted now that like uh people who did unity tutorials are going to get a lot fewer hits now <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Like, unreal tends to be like a 3d action sort of thing not that it can only do that but that's like one of its main areas i believe that's always been my impression. Jetty, you've made video games before. <laughs> yeah. This is a true statement. Yeah. Um, I have a follow-up, if you if you might be surprised to hear. Uh, what what did you make your games with? Like um, Pizzerian. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. In particular is the one that I always think of. Yeah, no. A good video game. I'm literally playing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I made it in XNA, which... Um, it was the Xbox Live Indie Games development kit, right? That, um, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, throwback. That used to be the indie game thing to do. Yeah. Xbox Live Indie Games. Yeah. 
and then yeah, think the the landscape has changed significantly since then. But um, it has, it really has. <laughs> yeah, no, it was um, it was a very base level uh game engine that like it was well, it was more of a framework. It wasn't really an engine like oh, you open it up and you have a level editor right there. It's like very just you know access to the computer. It gave you some um you know APIs for handling graphics and that sort of thing. But mostly the development of the engine was up to you and um. I enjoyed that. I had fun with it. Like it was mostly for fun, more so than like for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no longer supported. Oh, that was the other good thing. Like you said, that um, you know, Pizzerian was uh, launched on Windows because they had like a cross-platform any Windows platform. Um, you know, you could develop for ooh, the Windows Phone, right? You could target the <laughs> Windows Phone. Can you play Pizzerian on the Windows phone? Um, if I had, like, exported for it, and I guess if you had a Windows phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those two key things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it was uh, not a bad platform, uh, in my opinion. Um, I guess that the... I, I don't understand the correlation with uh, Mono Game. Like, my understanding is it was supposed to be, like, oh, the successor to XNA, but I never, like, looked into exactly how. Uh, but I, I have been hearing people discussing Mono Game again <laughs> recently, uh, you know, in light <laughs> of recent events. Um, I'd be curious to check it out, because in, in some ways, for me, um, using a programming framework as opposed to a game development engine um, is a little more intuitive for, like, how I do development, how I, like think about things wrap my head around stuff the programming thereof makes more sense to me than like using you know an an engine that has its own built-in whatever's um you know there's like a workflow in place that uh godot has or that unity has for like how it gets you into the game and whether it considers you know uh a scene right whatever a scene yeah is. i was gonna say right. jay doesn't like scenes <laughs> yeah i'm not big in the scene the game development scene right? <laughs> show me how to load the game development scene not a not a scene kid yeah <laughs> and scene end. <laughs> and scene uh Those are the scenes i'm familiar with <laughs> so yeah i i don't really have much else to say on it except that I mean, I hope I hope things pivot. I hope things work out long term. I hope people like Godot. I hope Godot gets better. I hope Unreal Engine gets better in whatever way it is. I'm less. I don't hear people talk about it as much. I'm not sure why. Maybe just because it. Maybe that's like I don't follow. Like maybe the. I I might just not follow the kind of people who do that. Yeah, that was kind of the main thing I had to talk about for the opening hook. How are you guys feeling about video games in general, aside from game engines? Uh, I'm really bad at this one. At Pizzerian? <laughs> yeah. I do not Are you stunting? Enough. Are you stunting around the cars? <laughs> the space but cars? But I'm bad at that. It keeps killing me. If it is, uh... <laughs> That's the risk and the reward. You gotta get good at stunting around the cars. Yeah. Go play Pizzerian. It's like free on HIO or something, right? Is it? I don't. Not. I don't remember. It's not. I bought it. I I, I think it's like three dollars. Oh, okay. I thought you made it free at some point. No, I think I did that with Star Runner. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Um. Okay. So I have been. It's. Hmm? Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. (laughs) Jetty has been. 
It's all right. Yeah, it sorry. No. Been. Well, uh, so I've been playing with a thing, right? That I, I guess you could call it a game, and it does have video. Well, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um. So actually, it, it's funny because uh, I've been gone from the podcast so long. I don't think I got the chance to talk about it while I was actually using it. Um. And that I, I've gotten to the point where I'm no longer actively uh, playing this video type game this game that has video components can go on can can you guess i've discussed it in the past in similar okay. terms <laughs> but this is the new one it's uh the you're playing dvd menus <laughs> no i was trying to get i was trying to get it to bounce into the corner right oh mm. watch wait no. watching the dvd thing bounce Man. around <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> it never hits the corner, right? Um, it never does. But like, do you have any agency? <laughs> if only. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing uh, the Tamagotchi Uni. Uni? Tamagotchi Uni? Oh, Tama okay. Yeah. Um, I was a little concerned that you were actually, like the DVD in the corner thing was actually what you were doing. <laughs> no, um... I've been playing, or well, I had been playing. I bought, they came out with the new Tamagotchi, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Tamagotchi Uni. And uh, I bought it, and I had been playing it. Uh, but there's a point where you're like, you know, you've been doing it for like a month. And it's like, yep, mm -hmm. I feed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no more progression. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. As long as you're not killing him. They do have um you know things to do like there are little games in there and there's like a um the Tamaverse, right? Um Oh, that you... is that the new uh cinematic universe? <laughs> like uh so you can play games that are like uh so there there's two teams, right? There's the pink and the purple and you get to pick which mm -hmm. team you're going to be on and then you're like playing this like racing game and basically every time that you play your points get added to the total for your team. And so, like, uh, you're trying to do the best so that your team gets the highest amount of points. And then, like, whichever team... Is this connected to the internet? It is. So, kind like, of. other people are doing... Okay. Yeah, like... Is it, um, so is it kind of like Splatfests in Splatoon? I would not know. But um, <laughs> that, I have I, a feeling. I think it is. You pick a... You pick a team, though usually they like say like, oh, do you like hamburgers or hot dogs? And then you pick one. And then as you play the game, like if you are, if your team wins, then it like adds points to the to that column. And then at the end, like one person or another wins. Like that's the, the Splatfest sort of loop. And it sounds similar, except you're just picking a color. Yeah. So like you're either, uh, you know, purple team or pink team um, because the Tamagotchi Uni comes in either purple or pink. Mm. And... Yeah, it's like you race against three other people. It's I, I wouldn't say it's the most interactive, right? It's not like you're actually playing <laughs> Mario Kart. It's like uh, you press the jump button at certain times to jump over obstacles or like, uh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to keep mashing the button, right? And that like speeds you up, but you don't want to go mm -hmm. too high. So you have to like let go of it for a little bit. But, like, try to max it out so that, like, you're doing it better than everybody else. And then you can win the individual race. And then the points that you made from the race get added to, like, the weekly total throughout the week. 
um, that your team made, right? Does that make and sense? And then what happens when you're when whoever wins the week wins? Like, what do they get? Yeah. Um, so if you're on the team that won, you get like uh, bonus stuff, and like everyone gets like free items. But like the items that you get for being on the winning team are different from the ones that the losing team gets, and like you get, um, you know, uh, basically you know, money and stuff to spend on uh, clothes and food and whatever for your Tamagotchi. It was fun, uh, but there's a point where it's like, I basically uh, raised, right? Like, because essentially you have like 10 days to raise your Tamagotchi and then they want to leave, right? And Go out on their own, live their life. Yes. You you don't understand me, dad. you're, You're kind of obligated in some ways to like, keep raising new Tamagotchi as opposed to having one that's been like alive for a year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a point where like you've done like, you know, five or six generations of Tamagotchi and you've like raised all the different ones that you kind of were like targeting and like trying to like see how to get this one or that one. Um, And it's like, okay, well I got them. I I raised them, you know? Um, Oh, they they post on social media. Um, actually, hold on. Did I actual social media? Did I show these in the? Hold on. Did I did I show? Oh, give me one second. I don't think you did show these. Let, let me see if I still have them on my computer. Give me one second. Is this is this going to be the thumbnail image? <laughs> it might be. Give me uh, here. There. One second. What? So so these are posts that my Tamagotchi posted on social media. It's not really like going to Facebook or something. They just like. It'll show them that they're on their phone in the living room, and then it'll give you a little icon saying, like, oh, they posted to social media, and then you can go to the social tab and see what they posted. I think that was the worst thing I... Ha ha ha! Hashtag grin. Hashtag lol. More play. Grr. Hashtag grr. Hashtag cry. Pride and joy. Hashtag Rico. Hashtag fun. What's re- like recreation? Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that what Rico R E C O hashtag rec. Let's let's go do. Hey, let's go out and do some Rico, guys. You want to go do some Rico? Yeah, I'm hip <laughs> and cool. I was like, it's not that far off from actual Facebook. Man, I just love how like completely brainless some of these are. Like more play. Grr cry. <laughs> it, like, it's like if your dog could post on Facebook, right? <laughs> like, it's the Mail same. Man, uh oh, Yeah, like. I could think of several Game Cola staff members who would, in fact, uh, post on social media hashtag grr, hashtag cry. <laughs> and, like, man, I almost wish. Like, right, like, Twitter added more characters that you could post. It's like, no, 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 take me back to where I could only post, you know, three words and two hashtags. <laughs> like right. in Pokemon on the DS, they'd, like, you, they'd, like, interview you and you'd get two words. No, they, they did, they've they been doing that for a while. They did that in Game Boy, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, they interview and you get two, you, ha- you can say two words from a list. <laughs> and it was this huge list with like 12 different top level categories. Yeah. And it's like, you, and you just always, you go into the first one and you just type in like, Aardvark Awesome. 
<laughs> just it's just the aardvark would not be one of them but yeah you get what i like you just take the first two a ones yeah it doesn't affect anything yeah so it's one this is one level above that at least i guess it's it's completely random i assume right well it, it's based on what you did so like you can see in the one screenshot that there's two characters and that's because um like you can use like it does go on the Wi-Fi and it can see like other people who are like on your Wi-Fi and it's also got like a a near field thing where like you can have them like connect not via Bluetooth but like whatever. Like IR? No, not that either, but like you know, it has its own little radio frequency that it like connects to other radio people. Radio waves. But like there's there's interesting things because like I don't understand exactly how it works, but like when you're not without having to like directly connect to them it knows that like other people are on your wi-fi it seems like right because it'll show you like when you're in the tomaverse like other people who are nearby i know this because i have two of them i was gonna say yeah this 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 was gonna be the uh, the question that you kind of left open there so did you get a pink and a purple one yeah i did and so what precipitated this purchase jetty um (laughs) Like what was the thread? Like how? So, like I, I can certainly see you being presented with the opportunity to buy two Tamagotchi and acting on it. But how did you even come into the knowledge that this was something you could do? So I think I've discussed round one before, right? The arcade. Uh, yes. Franchise. Yes. You have, and to be fair, you have talked about Tamagotchi before on the podcast too. Yeah, and so I went to round one, and one of the things that I spent my points on. Uh, in the prize room uh, was a Tamagotchi and they have like, you know, a gen one, a gen two and a gen three Tamagotchi that like you could get using the points. And so I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. And like, I looked at them and I think I got the gen two and man, it was great. Like I was so inspired, right? Cause it's such basic Mm -hmm. programming, you know, like it's such a simple Mm -hmm. thing. And then like, I dropped it somewhere. Like, uh, I guess it just, yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure, but it disappeared one day. <laughs> and um I, I think I know ran away from home. <laughs> I think I know where. Um it's but like place now. you know, no one's gonna ever turn that into uh you know, lost and found or whatever. Um so I was very yeah. sad. I was it, distraught. It, you you dropped it on a nice pleasant farm upstate. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure that some child found it and like, you know, the thought that like, okay, maybe a child is playing with it somewhere. Uh, you know, <laughs> brings me comfort that uh, I will allow some child to have their exciting day where they found a free Tamagotchi. You know, that's cool. Um, I can imagine that that's what happened and that it didn't get like run over in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> but like, weirdly, like at that moment, it was about to come out. The Tamagotchi Uni was like two weeks away. Yeah. And just maybe for some extra clarification, what what does this thing look like? Like also, like how did you get these pictures? Oh, like so there's an extremely like needlessly complex system where like uh it comes up with a QR code that you scan with your phone to connect to the Wi-Fi through the Tamagotchi. That like not that you are. Not that you are through your Wi-Fi downloading it through the internet, but that you connect to the Wi-Fi that the Tamagotchi puts out 
Then it gives you a second QR code that gives you a link that you click on that just opens the image in your browser on your phone. I feel like it's... you could just store the image data. Like, there can only be so many combinations Yeah, it's of what these social mean? media posts. I feel like Your you could just have the QR code such a generate the thing. image. Yeah, right? Like, if they had a Tamagotchi app that you installed and you just scanned the QR code, it's like, yeah, here you go. Right? Like, that would make way more sense than or, this. Or even just, like, takes you to a web page. Yeah, they're like, yeah, if it took you to a, a web page on, like, the official Tamagotchi site that, like, would generate these, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot. Right, <laughs> like there, there are better options I think than whatever this is because it, it, I did not realize it was even possible. I like stumbled across the concept that like this was a thing to do. I don't know, but yeah, it'll send it to you on your phone. That like you can download it through your phone using this thing. But like, what does it look like? What does the mm -hmm. physical device look like? Like a big Tamagotchi, um, and it. Oh well, now it's like, a wristband. Is though. it bigger than an egg? Um, it's like if you took a large egg and you flattened it, it's about that size. So mm. it's like the height of an egg, but it's like flat. <laughs> it's wider. And but is it, is egg. it smaller than a big egg? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, That's like it, it's, it, I, it fits, I have to know. Yeah, it fits in the palm of your hand. I'm holding it in the palm of my hand currently. Um, it has a little case Tamagotchi. that comes with it that's a wristwatch that, like, you put the Tamagotchi unit mm -hmm. into this wristwatch kind of case that, like, you put on your wrist, which is, like, very big for a child, right? This is meant for children, I'm assuming. But, like, yeah. for their tiny child wrist, this would be absolutely massive. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like like yeah, like if you took a normal large size egg and you if you if it was like soft, right? And you like squished it so that it was like more flat. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the approximate size. Um and it could fit in the palm of a normal hand, yeah. but it couldn't fit in the palm of a small hand. Yeah, it would be too big for like a child's hand, right? It would be too big for a small hand. Okay. But I don't know. It has a very soft screen that um, scratches exceedingly easily. That like <laughs> I've done nothing to this and it has scratches. Like, like I've, deep scratches. I've never like put it in a bag. I've never dropped it. It has scratches, and I'm like, did the wind blow a piece <laughs> of dust onto it and it scratched it? Does it have a touch screen? Like, do you physically no, touch the screen? There's buttons. There, like, there's how many buttons? Actual it's physical buttons. It's not a touch screen. Feel older like you've had it around since you were a kid like it's weird because this like is supposed to be for children is it like right it's like jeans that with the like knees worn off of them on Do purpose it. yeah it's i don't know distress. it's surprising because <laughs> like distress, I don't know if you have a distressed tamagotchi that sounds bad <laughs> Well, a distressed Tamagotchi is one that posts grr, more play. <laughs> Cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, they do have depression, though. So, like, um, in order to target certain Tamagotchi, like, I don't know if you're familiar with how Tamagotchi work, but, like, the way that you raise it affects which one it becomes. And so, like, there's certain ones that you can only get by having them, like, 
you know, less than half on the hearts meter or whatever, right? The like the happiness meter has to be kept under half the entire time. And um, mm-hmm. they'll just like, so normally, right? The Tamagotchi, they're kind of hopping around in the living room. They like, you can put little hats on them and stuff. Um, if they have spent a certain amount of time under half hearts, they'll get depressed, in which case, like, they'll throw the hat on the ground and just, like, lay in the corner. The hat? Like, the hat? The hat that you had them wear. The, like, you, you put a little hat on them, like, hold on. Oh, I see. So, so like, see in the one in the one image that uh, he's wearing, like, a uh, football helmet Cowboy and he's holding... No, oh, no, football helmet, excuse me. He's got a football helmet and he's holding a football. So, like, I gave him two accessories. Well, actually, I gave him three because... There's also like a dust cloud behind him, right? It's like he's running, like he's playing football. He's got the football and he's going for the touchdown. Okay, I thought this was a very stylized turkey. And that was like like the feathers of, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? I think it's like a bubble cloud or something. It's like football, Thanksgiving, turkey day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Um, Oh, but also in in the other one where they're going, ha, 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 that one of them is wearing a little bow. Mm-hmm. So now that's an accessory. So now imagine that Tamagotchi, the bow is in like one corner of the room and they're like Hilarious. dejectedly laying like on their back in the corner, just mm-hmm. like staring blankly and occasionally sighing. <laughs> and how do you make them like this? Yeah, you just have to keep them like um so like every time that you play with them it raises their like happiness by three hearts or whatever, and like if you feed them a snack it raises their happiness by one heart. So you just like wait for the happiness to go down and then only like give them one snack at a time and then let it continue going down and that like if you maintain them under a certain amount of happiness, um, they'll get depressed. And this is a goal in the video game. Yeah, so that you can make sure that they become, uh, you know, certain <laughs> types of Tamagotchi. This does not seem like a healthy way <laughs> that you definitely to don't want the do. concept of pets, which I feel like is what this is sort of like trying to be. Like, right? Like, this is like a, you don't want to get your kid a real human, a real human, a real, a, yes, a real animal. So you give them this digital pet basically yes which i like to call a video game yes we've come full circle yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> there is a video no, aspect we must talk about to this game yes there is and i'm very glad that you shared with us the latest advances in tamagotchi technology well, they're all tiny, yeah so i'm Tamag- assuming they're all mobile i did want to any of the mobile Tamagotchi game? I believe Blue Rider, our co- podcast companion, is uh, referring to specifically apps on <laughs> smartphone devices yeah. related to the brand of Tamagotchi. <laughs> Jay? Oh, sorry. Like, do you think that this is a question for me? Yes, I do think it is a question for you. I did ask it to you, so yes, I I would think so. If you'd like, if you think I need correction on that, please feel free. Um, I s- I I get where you're coming from, Jenny, but you have to like land the joke. Yeah, like like I I had to like figure out how to scan a QR code. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. But you did. You did I do did. it. So like Yeah, you had several layers got, of QR technologies, so Yeah. You've got something. You got something in there. You played little dragon cafe or whatever. That was on the Switch. That was a Switch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Switch Phones existed before the Switch, actually. I think you'll find in the history books. Look, Jetty's, my, my phone... Jetty's cell phone habits did not jump through the time portal that his video game habits did that let him play video games that came out within the past 10 years. Yeah, well, while I was playing um, <laughs> Little Dragon's Cafe, um, I had a flip phone. <laughs> Okay. During that time period. Um, well, I, I, and I, only, I only don't have a flip phone game. now because they obligated me to upgrade that they told me my phone was not uh, 4G compatible and that I was required <laughs> to upgrade. And so they gave me a free phone. <laughs> That's what you got to do, right? You just hold out until like there's very few pieces of technology where if you hold on to it, someone will just be like, we'll just give you a new one. <laughs> like. Like, not even just, we'll give you a new one. Like, you have to get a new one. You have yeah. to accept this gift of a it's new Replacement phone. Tamagotchi. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have to get the new universe. Tamagotchi. Your old Tamagotchi is no longer supported, Jetty. <laughs> yes, the, the answer is, uh, I do not think I have played a phone game on my own phone ever. How... How pervasive is this, like, 10 to 20 years delay in acceptance of modern technology, Jetty? Like, video games, you've recently come around in, like, the past, I want to say, like, five years. Uh, phones, you're still struggling out there. <laughs> um, but, like, what, like, do you have a TV that is not a CRT? Um, only because uh, I got one for free. So, okay, see, this is the trick, apparently. <laughs> Jetty <laughs> will hat. get with the times as long as it costs him zero dollars. Yeah, I do remember it. So actually, um, there was a lot of complaints about uh, speaking of Star Runner. And like, yeah, I yeah, only yeah. in like the last year realized that all of the complaints were because I was testing it on a CRT and the timing is completely oh. off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was like, yeah, the timing is garbage. And I'm like, it's fine for me. I don't know what you're complaining about. Um, and like issues with like text readability and stuff. And it's like, for me, this looks fine on my screen. <laughs> your CRT. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think, what other pieces of technology exist? Do you have a fax machine, Jetty? No. I also don't have a printer, though. I go to the library for that. <laughs> But I, I did tell you guys that's, about that's like the lengths that I went to to be able to play like videos off of my computer on my CRT TV. I think I mentioned this. <laughs> yes, I've. If you're in the, I think you've had several exploits of this. If you're, yeah, if you're in the Game Cola Discord, you can see all of my adventures and that like. Uh, normally, it's a pretty simple setup, but I forgot half the cables. Like, I didn't actually have a uh, HDMI cable. Uh, <laughs> So like the most like the cable that like any other person like that would be the one cable that they did have. And Jetty doesn't have an HDMI cable. Yeah, so I, I was missing I have a few extra you can borrow. Well it it Jetty, it comes with your switch. Yeah. That is true. But my my switch was in a box that was still like at the <laughs> other location. And so uh, what I you can put a switch so, in like your pocket or your backpack. So it's portable. 
That's the whole thing about it. The the thing was is that I had an HDMI to composite converter, um, but I did not have an totally HDMI cable to come to out of my computer. But what I did have was an HDMI to VGA adapter, and then mm-hmm. a VGA to composite adapter. So I was able to plug the HDMI to com- I was able to plug the HDMI to VGA adapter into my computer and then the VGA end into the VGA to composite adapter and then put the composite into my VCR and then the cable out of the VCR into the TV. But you may you may be asking yourself you may be saying Jetty, Alex, <laughs> Alex the Jetty Jedrzak, VGA does not carry an audio signal, and you would be correct. And that is why I then had to get my uh, my my headphone jack that then converts to RCA, right? Like it, it's mm-hmm. just a regular cable that on one end has like a regular what is it three and a half millimeter headphone jack. And then on the other end right. has the stereo RCA output. And then I plugged mm-hmm. that. So I, I took the video signal from my VGA to composite. And I plugged the video part into my VCR. And then I took the headphone to RCA cable and put those two for the audio part of the composite, right? And then I was mm-hmm. able to watch... Uh, TV. <laughs> Was it worth it? I was able to watch Gundam War in the Pocket on my TV. (laughs) Like from, like what? What, what, Where was the source of the Gundam? On my computer. I have a completely legally (laughs) downloaded copy of the classic OVA Gundam War in the Pocket. And I watched, Does it look better on CRT, Jetty? I showed you a, a picture of it in the Discord if you, if you, listeners out there were on the discord you could have seen it well, is this good very content is this why you have me here does somebody else want to talk about well, we had to get ca- caught up we had to get games. caught up on jetty you haven't been you haven't been on the podcast for a while so i wanted to get you ca- we we need to know what's going on with jetty in the world and now i think we have a pretty good idea yeah the yeah. more things change the more they also stay the same yeah still so kicking jetty, butt and playing video games <laughs> I <laughs> I am on Yo, Jenny, the internet do you have right Wi-Fi? now. It's called the Ubelnet. Thank you. He's dial up. I did actually have to buy a new cable modem. The like, you know, I have my own cable modem. I do not rent the one that uh, my service provider provides me with. Um, I am not paying ten dollars a month to rent a cable modem. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that the one that I had, I had for so long that like it's no longer supported by my uh internet provider (laughs) jetty do you notice this trend in your daily life like that this seems to happen to you a lot you have a piece of technology and then it stops being supported not in my daily life this is monthly (laughs) life monthly life (laughs) your monthly life like it was funny because um they told me they were like I mean, th- this was like last year. Um, so last year they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to automatically upgrade your speed because we don't offer that slower speed anymore. 
We're upgrading <laughs> everybody across the board. Yeah. And they were like, so now um, the baseline slowest speed that we offer is uh, 400 megabits. And then I came to realize, <laughs> oh, my modem can only handle 386 megabits. That's a random number. <laughs> yeah, it's... Did you... Did you get them to give you a free modem upgrade too? No, I did not. But um, they were like, okay, well, we'll we'll grandfather in your modem as long as you still have service. Um, But then when I went to move to my new place, uh, I was obligated to get a new one. So... And you got one with that exactly maxed out at 400. So the next time, maybe they'll buy one for you. Hopefully. We can hope. (laughs) So this is what we've learned on the podcast today is that Jetty will only advance in time if uh someone forces him to yeah he's waiting for those free speaking of i have an oculus quest 2 for you if you if you're uh so inclined oh yeah that just brings (laughs) alex jedrzak virtual reality that seems like if you want to take a really big butter (laughs) into 2017. <laughs> He's probably heard that if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, I, I don't want to enter into a bidding war with uh, Joseph J.R. Martin. <laughs> J.R.? Yeah. Wait, I'm J.R. <laughs> I, I think the J.R. stands for Joe Reviewer. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you think I don't know you why you came up with this. I don't know why. I've just always thought JR. And the J is definitely for Joe. <laughs> for years. Every time I've thought of you. <laughs> I have to stop myself from writing correspondence. What were all of the uh the new the new different Josephs that we came up with? That oh was another thing that everyone who is not in the Discord missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we have the two main ones, which are Joseph Martin and fun. Martin Joseph. Right. And then I, I only can remember. I think there's, I think there's two more that have been created but are not public. Yeah, I know one of them for sure, though I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember the fourth one though. I just know that, that I'm pretty like, sure there's one that up We came up with a couple of new ones. <laughs> But did they did they have art? Did they have art? That's the question. Like when I say ones that exist, I mean like ones that have any kind of art and not just like a weird name. Oh, that's right. We came up with Joseph Martram. What the heck? What was Joseph Martram? I don't even. It's the the mirrored the mirrored one. And then there was another <laughs> oh, one. That's right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right that's now? right. There was oh, Nitten Hippif. <laughs> Yeah. I, that was when we got to the point that we were like the Oreo meme. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which part is the Joe? Which part is the Mart? This meme has gone too far. I do remember that. Joe has a feel to have a big. Joe has a feel yeah, to have too an bad. ego split across the entire Game Gamecola Discord into four pieces. I thought this was like a uh, a Spider Verse thing, yeah. where it's like those are just all the different alternate reality. Joseph I think it's funny to think of it as like a Voldemort Joseph. thing. Yeah. Horcruxes. <laughs> like oh, I split my dude. soul into a million different yes. combinatoric pieces. Why not? I can't believe John accused me of infinite murder. <laughs> I can't believe John accused you of being like Voldemort. <laughs> 
It's too bad NFTs didn't work out because <laughs> I feel like the Joseph Martin Martin Joseph oh, yeah. line would have been uh, I mean, you can perfect. Still try it. Don't don't Go do ahead. it. Don't do it. <laughs> let it let it die. I mean, if we ever got emotes, if we got emotes, this is not FTs. Um, but if we got emotes on YouTube, which I think we our channel doesn't have enough stuff for that, but if we got emotes on YouTube, you could have it. You can like have emotes that unlock. The longer people are like subscribed, I think, mm-hmm. um, and so you could get different Martin Josephs and Joseph Martins available to you. You heard it, everybody! Everyone here listening, it's time for you to get us more stuff. <laughs> get us yes, more nice. stuff more, on YouTube. Yeah, more YouTube stuff. We're good on Discord. I mean, I guess like we have the Joseph Martin and the Martin Joseph reactions, and those are still inscrutable to me. Yeah, I don't understand. I like. I do not understand. Why they won't continue uses, to like, not I can get, explain it to you. <laughs> I can get like why someone would post a Joseph Martin or a Martin Joseph on a post, right? Yeah. Like I can look at a post and say, okay, someone is either posted a Joseph <laughs> Martin or a Martin Joseph as a reaction. Yeah. But I do not know which is which. Like when what is a Joseph Martin post versus a Martin Joseph <laughs> post? Yeah. I do not get it. There's there's definitely like a, a meaning to it, but it's one of those like you have to see it to know, right? Let's see if I can find a good example here. <laughs> but it's like ah, that makes sense. Yeah, th- this is definitely, and sometimes it is a little difficult because like some puns, right? Like mm-hmm. it's definitely one or the other. But like, is this pun, you know, negative in some way? Then it's like a, a Martin Joseph pun. But if it's just a pun, then it's a Joseph Martin. I just, this, this... I just think that aspect of my brand has completely escaped my control I just, i've lost yeah. it. Any post that like has any sense of derogatory in- intentions is a martin yeah. joseph post yeah <laughs> I, I think that's pretty simple platter pattern there's definitely for me. yeah there, there's definitely an essence of the negative in martin joseph <laughs> essence of the negative. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, if we did ever get more money at Game Cola than what it takes to host the site, I feel like the first thing we would spend it on is Martin Joseph, Joseph Martin esque characters <laughs> for the rest of the Game Cola staff, just so that it's not <laughs> or, just me. <laughs> or we could just completely ignore the domain of GameCola.com. And start going for the domain of martinjoseph.com. <laughs> Give him his I own website. So. <laughs> I was thinking if you had money, you just, like, be able to quit your job or whatever and make a Joseph Martin versus Martin Joseph video game. <laughs> it's just Street Fighter, but only... then everyone on the Discord would it's have just to Street buy Fighter like, with only two characters. Blue, you understand the 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 financial gap between enough money to commission an artist to draw a couple characters and enough money to no longer require alternative employment. <laughs> yeah, like you sort of you pitch those as like as if they were equivalent. You didn't specify exactly how much money so 
I feel like there was that, a pretty strong your... implication <laughs> of the scale I was referring to. Yeah, but it wasn't explicit, so... Alright, you guys have played video games, right? I was about to say, we've gone an awful long time without talking about video games. <laughs> I was talking about a, a game that has a video aspect. Yeah, Tamagotchi counts. Yeah. Tamagotchi definitely counts. John, what video games have you been playing in recent times? Well, I've been playing, uh, since it came out like two weeks ago, I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the sequel to Mortal the, 2 Kombat. Sorry, you mean, yeah, I was going to say the Mortal, Mortal 1 Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mortal 2 Kombat, the, the way that Mortal Kombat 11 stylized. It's a, it Doesn't it also put the one in the middle? Yep. <laughs> in the yes. logo? It's like you also could... stylized like that because the comp the uh, gameplay is more like Mortal Kombat 2, like actual Mortal Kombat 2. But like this is the kind of thing that will like trip up future historians when they uncover like, you know, they'll dig a pile of dirt and they'll see a physical copy of Mortal Kombat 11 and they'll also have Mortal Kombat 1 and they'll be like, "Ah, yes, these two games, that must this must be the sequel because this is Mortal 1 Kombat and now we have Mortal 2 Kombat." Like that that's what's going to happen. In the future, with historians and archaeologists, do you understand this, John? About your <laughs> video game that you like, I'm holding you I responsible. Leave a copy of Mortal Kombat in the desert. They <laughs> <laughs> did it with ET. Why not Mortal Kombat? <laughs> because it didn't fail. <laughs> well, First you're off. just gonna have to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> just destroy all their stock left. Purge. <laughs> warehouses across the country no no, no. don't <laughs> you don't destroy it you steal, you steal it, it and bury it in the <laughs> desert he's <laughs> not wrong but anyway the game itself uh, i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm have uh, i didn't i wasn't a big fan of the gameplay per se in Mortal Kombat 11 so this one i'm just this one um introduces the assist characters also known as cameo fighters cameo with the k because of course it is mm -hmm. <laughs> the, combat. Uh, yeah, but um, they mainly they mainly work as combo extenders, and they're very fun to like discover. Like, oh, I can put mix this moves with this assist move or with that one, and so on and so forth. And there's so many different combinations. It's just very fun to just play and just discover like what you can and can't do with every character. Um, right now, I'm maining Sub Zero, but I may switch because. To someone else, maybe like can't you or whatnot because subs frame data is kind of terrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. Uh, Invasions mode is a little repetitive and gets kind of boring after a while. But like since my freaking game ADHD is all is all over mm -hmm. the place, I, I'm like I must compete every single task in this, even though I don't like playing it that much. Yeah, that uh, that sounds familiar. Is is Sub Zero your normal main in Mortal Kombat games? No, it, it, Mortal Kombat's interesting because like in every game, it's not like Street Fighter where like every character like Ryu plays like somewhat similar in every single Street Fighter oh, yeah, game, it, it's with like just maybe some exceptions. Mortal Kombat is just Mortal Kombat just throws that out the window. Like Sub Zero in this one is way different than he was in Eleven, and he's which is way different than what he was in Mortal Kombat X. It's very frustrating <laughs> because mortal, it means like mortal x combat the crossover no, between stylized. mortal and combat mortal Kombat. no 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 it's actually it's actually stylized as mortal combat x yes but you see john i wanted to make a joke yeah yeah 
Mortal, think about that. mortal Zombat. Did you ever think about that? Well, the joke doesn't work if it's not stylized like that. That's the whole that's the whole root of the joke. But it's, it's an audio podcast, so nobody Kombat. knows, yeah, John. Well, I have to go nobody look it up when they're driving you didn't right bring now. it up. Yeah. <laughs> not going to Google it in their car, yeah. John. They're like on a jog, Come on. right? Yeah. And you've deprived them of Jetty's good joke about Mortal Zombat. <laughs> the game isn't that old. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be easy to remember how the logo is stylized. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember. And as we know, most people, <laughs> most people on planet Earth are like Joseph Martin. Yeah, that that's why everybody uses them to react to things that other people say. I'm pretty sure that not that belief. many people, like based on my experience, right? I don't think that many people <laughs> own a current gen console. That tracks, I guess. So what you're saying is that more people would know about Mortal Kombat X than Mortal Kombat One. Probably. If you're going Maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he he has a case. point. I'm sorry, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I just I need to get you a copy. Okay, is, is the moral of the story that I need to get you a copy of Mortal Kombat One for free? Is that how this works? <laughs> but then I, you'd have to get me, you know, the um, the Xbox. I have to make sure your old Jimmy, copy does not work anymore. I have to anymore. buy you a PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation Five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, I'll get on it. Toxic workplace environment. <laughs> I mean, you have to buy the boss game consoles to keep your job. You don't have to. You don't even get paid for. You don't have to buy it. You get him the console, but he doesn't. He probably you doesn't can steal it. Well, yeah, you you could. Per our conversation, I don't think Jenny has a TV that would run the PS. Oh yeah, he'd figure something out. He did it last time. Yeah, I'll get it to play on my CRT the way it was meant to be played. <laughs> <laughs> it looked damn good too <laughs> i mean remember the time that i was um playing hamtaro uh emulated and i was putting it on like the little uh portable tv we never finished hamtaro did we, no, we did. i don't think we did well we we finished the game boy fun, one but actually, not the game boy advance one yeah another oh, yeah, task yeah. for the game that was around when pedal crash came out wasn't it oh yeah uh maybe or or when we got obsessed with Mario's Pacross. Yeah, which somehow we haven't two. talked about on this podcast yet today. Because we talked about it before the podcast started specifically <laughs> so we wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. I did that on purpose. I thought that we were supposed to discuss it, and then we ended up instead talking no, about Tamagotchi. We don't want to share Picross. Oh yeah, we don't want everyone to go out and make the Picross game that we've been discussing before we do. Before this goes into more of a steal Picross our, steal our ideas. <laughs> I got one more story. So this weekend, I went to my retro game shop as I normally do every other weekend, and then I I sold my one of a, not one of a kind, but my rare copy of the first print edition of the original Legend of Zelda. Wow! And Ooh. I made a very decent profit off of it. To say the least. And I was very happy and I traded in for a bunch of other kind of rare kind of rare games that I've always wanted to play, like uh Castlevania Portrait of Ruin on DS, uh, Dementium 2 on DS. Oh, wow. And then uh then I bought a bunch of Tekken games I really want to try out uh, with that. But yeah, no, it was uh very happy. I was so afraid I was not gonna make a profit on this thing because the the box and the manuals were in un godly awful condition <laughs> like there was a cigarette there was a cigarette oh, burn on the map <laughs> i'm like it's 
and it like stunk up the whole thing. But the cartridge itself was freaking immaculate. There wasn't like a scuff or like a, a marking on it or whatnot. You took this thing out of the box and it just shined in your face. Nice. It so, was, it was so the opposite unreal. of Jetty's Tamagotchi. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, no, it was still like the box. The box was in rough shape, but it's still like it was still like a first print run, so it still had like value like historically. So uh, thank God I didn't get get it graded though. It probably would have ended up like like a two or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my God, it was it was so weird. It's like yep, 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 and then he took the cartridge out. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like it lit up the store basically. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I uh, made this a profit. I originally bought it for two fifty, like two years ago, I believe, and then uh, and I sold and I sold this for about like four fifty. Wow. Yeah, and he was probably he's probably gonna sell it for like six hundred or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm was very happy about that. And eventually, it'll cost infinite money because the numbers can only go up. That is true. Yeah, I'm going to see and the same never exact stop. copy on eBay for two grand in like seven years or something. Yeah, right. No, you're thinking of Rule of Rose. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Kuon is surpassed. Rule oh, of Rose yeah, that, that's fair. One. Yeah, That's the other one. I always forget its name, but that... Oh, my God, it's 875 right now. It's just... Oh, crazy. my goodness. <laughs> Holy crap. I had the opportunity to buy that like t- three years ago at like 300. Oh. And I was like, nah... Nah, and then and now I'm just kicking myself. <laughs> I, you should have asked me. I would have told you. I'd have warned you. <laughs> Blue, any video games that you can warn us about now <laughs> that maybe you've experienced in recent times? Uh, Pizzerian. Oh. Uh, it, I'm warning you that it's too. It's so good that you won't be able to handle it. You don't Aww. have to lie. I know what the game I was. Have, I have been playing it this entire time. Jenny, you think Steam we're deck. joking? I did. I like. I remember playing Pizzerian, and I enjoyed playing Pizzerian, Jetty. It was like, fun. It's not a lie. It's fu- it's a good game. I can think of I many ways in which the it could be sector of big pizza. Sure, but like Jetty. Breath of the Wild is a very popular, fun game, and I can think of a lot of ways that that could be improved. Will they have? Did they do it in Tears of the Kingdom? I don't know. I yes. still haven't played it, and <laughs> we're not talking about it on the podcast. What gaming outside the main? Whatever happened to gaming outside the mainstream? I'm bringing it back. You got rid of it. We're bringing it back specifically so I don't have to talk about Zelda before I play it. Okay, twenty. Years. Undo the rebranding. retro retroactive joe joe are you waiting for one of us to get you zelda for free (laughs) (laughs) no but i was intentionally setting you up to make that joke i was leaving that out there for you and i'm glad you picked it up thank you john um blue though what video games this on the steam deck which i got the day of the last podcast wow Mm -hmm. yeah it's real neat I didn't even know it would be this neat, but it is. It's like if you had a gaming PC in the body of a Switch. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing. I'm, ex- I'm very happy with it. 
I knew I wanted one, but I didn't know, like, how cool it was. My favorite thing about it is, like, you would, in the press of a few buttons, you have, like, a completely different setup controller, and there's, like, extra buttons on the back and stuff, and there are, like, trackpads that you can have, like, long press or slow, uh, quick press, or you can open up, like, radial menus. You can, like, super customize a controller for every game you have. So I like... I don't know exactly how good the accessibility is on that, but it's better than most things. So I think that's pretty neat. And you, there's like community controllers so that you, if you don't want to set it up all by yourself, you, there's probably just a controller someone else already made. So yeah, it's a pretty neat bit of tech. Jenny, that was awfully considerate of you to uh, make Pizzerian Steam Deck compatible. Yeah, right. Yeah, twenty years. Before Very forward it thinking. <laughs> um, also, blue. What's I, the what's the portable experience of the Steam Deck? Like, because I know you have like a a public transit commute. Yeah. So, do you play the Steam Deck on that? Yeah. Uh, Does it work? Yeah. Are you, are you when I was reading? like, articles about the Steam Deck when it first came out. They were, like, talking about how huge it is and it's clunky and hard to take on transit, but, like, and how, like, how loud it is. And I'm like, I haven't noticed any of these problems. Like, it's a bit bigger than the Switch, but it's, I find it fine. And I, I, I mean, I guess I haven't been playing, like, too technically demanding games. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to call Pizzeria. Put up Spider-Man so it happens. <laughs> <laughs> not a technical marvel but um it's no it's well optimized oh yeah, yeah. It, it is <laughs> that that's what it is especially for steam yeah. <laughs> so it is like i haven't had problems with the battery life or the fan so that's great so yeah overall just a nice bit of technology and uh i've also been playing space quest oh my god wait so have i yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> what it's a surprise <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit upsetting at sometimes, but I like it overall. I, I just, there's parts where, like, in the very beginning, there's, like, a, open this door. You have buttons in front of you. One says open bay door. And you have to, like, type in the right sentence. And I had to try, like, a hundred different variations of press open door, push door open and, like, I finally had to look it up, and there was, like, a specific one way that it would work. And that was Open irritating. Open doors, how? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it was, me, like, I, I... push or press. One of those you can't do to a button, even though I do it all the time. So, yeah. I did, uh, as an experiment, I used ChatGPT to play Thy Dungeon Man, the uh, really old Homestar Runner very short uh text adventure rpg made off made based on an offhand joke on a speed mail <laughs> um and uh it got it struggled because when it like you said you could go north south or dennis which is the joke but um like it wouldn't always accept you like go north like it wanted you to just type north okay. sometimes but it was only for some of the directions too but like so it got to the point like it went to dennis and then it wanted to go not Dennis, but you couldn't type go not Dennis. You had to type not Dennis. Ugh. Um, 
then it also it wanted to talk to Dennis, but it couldn't just say like talk Dennis. It kept being like speak to Dennis, mm-hmm. ask Dennis for directions, inquire to Dennis about the current situation. Like it kept getting more and more <laughs> verbose, and it's like you need to go the other way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> consistency is also important. Uh, yeah, and then I've been playing Chaos Head Noah, which is like the ultra good modern version of Chaos Head, which is the first game in the science adventure series. So that's been fun. Uh, yeah. Jetty, have you played any actual factual videos game in recent times? I actually did. I was playing, um, I downloaded it a while ago. What is it called? A record of Lotus War, Deedlit in Wonderland, or something like that? Hold on. Oh, These are like that. you play two types of games, like play fun, like like Tamagotchi, like classic small scale game, and then like the Japanese RPG with the longest title in the entire world. Yeah, Record of Lotus War, the weirdest, or like maybe not long, but like not one that means anything when translated. Yeah. Also, you don't tend to like them very much, I feel like. Yeah, no, I I wasn't super impressed. Like, I kind of knew going into it, but I got it for, like, 60% off, so I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially, it's... They just kind of tried to reskin a very generic, um, you know, Metroidvania. Like, they wanted Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but they wanted to have Deedlet in it. And they're like... <laughs> The story just kind of isn't very good. It's like, oh yeah, remember all of these characters from the book slash from the book slash show? It's like, yeah, I remember them. You don't have to like show me every single character that was like ever interacted with. <laughs> um, and they all like, it's a very small text box, so everyone says very limited things. <laughs> um, the only thing that it has going for it is that there's this like. There's two spirits. You have a fire spirit and a wind spirit. <laughs> and that, like... Uh, there are two wolves inside you. Yeah, and, like, you switch between them because, like, um, oh, this thing is attacking you with fire, but if you switch to the fire spirit, you'll absorb it. And then, like, oh, well, now it's attacking you with wind, and you switch to wind to absorb it. So there's, like, a bunch of different attacks that it's like, oh, I have to walk through this wall of like fire and then i have to walk through this tornado and then i have to walk through this thing and it's just like you switching between these two and like for maybe the first half of the game it was all right but then it gets like so needlessly complex it's like a there's so many colors like just flying around the screen that you're supposed to be switching between that like and and you're supposed to be attacking and like dodging and like memorizing patterns like I think I'm good. There's not really anything going on in this game. <laughs> like, you get more than just fire and wind. No, it's just fire and wind, but that, like, there's all the little, like, bullets, I guess, just, like, flying around all over the place and, like, different, oh, okay. like, yeah, there's a pattern to it, and I could be sitting here, like, mashing the R1 button or whatever, or I could play something else. Like, <laughs> I I don't need... Like Tamagotchi. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I I don't need to find out. Like they're they're hinting, at like oh oh how why is she in this weird labyrinth? You should know. Like I don't know, the the story was not very engaging. 
Are you just on like a quest to find a JRP, a modern JRPG that you like? Like, is that the hole in your soul that you're trying to fill? I kind of am, and I think the only way that I'm going to do it is if I make it right. And like, that's kind of <laughs> you make it yourself. Yeah, I'll do it myself. <laughs> make I'll play it. I'll play make it, Jetty. A Picross RPG. I'm thinking about it. Oh yeah, there's like <laughs> Peglin, and it's like a Peggle RPG. That was good. I'm sure that we could find a way to have skills and items in Picross. Mm -hmm. I don't see why not. If Peggle could do it, why not you? <laughs> why not us? Um, I've been playing Pokemon Sleep still. And also the game Search for an Apartment, which is why I have not played any other video games. Um, <laughs> Pokemon Sleep is still basically the same. And it's... it's I don't like, and this is perhaps a New York City problem, mm. and so I'm sorry. No, but it because would also be a London sleep. problem. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me there, Blue. You told a better joke. Thank you. Joe, you um, suck at this game. What the heck? <laughs> uh, no, uh, but it, it, it needs to be connected to the internet constantly. Oh, so, like, yeah, when the subway goes it. underground. And you're sleeping. It, does, it like, doesn't need to. Like, well, no, but even like when you want it, because you're supposed to do stuff throughout the day. You're supposed to feed the the Snorlax three times a day, and you in the morning you go and you collect your little Pokemon. And I don't want to do it in bed, so I wait until I actually get on my commute before trying to do it. But then I can't do it during the commute because I need to have internet to like click anything. And it just it doesn't. There's no reason for that. It, I don't see why it needs to be constantly connected to the internet. Yeah, to make your life um, hard, basically. So that's a frustrating part of it. Everything else is fairly normal. I mean, it's, everything else is basically fine. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to basically keep doing it. Fine. I feel like at some point I need to write an article like how Pokemon sleep feels after X days. Um, but <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. They've only added two new Pokemon to it. Mime Jr. and Mr. Mime. Um, which I feel like they did because it feels some pokemon have like pairs that feel like they're counterparts to each other and sometimes it makes more sense than others and one of them to me is mime jr and bonsai and then thus pseudo udo and mr mime even though those otherwise those because the their baby forms were both introduced in gen 4 <laughs> that's true and so it feels like they go together for me but outside of that, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to add another Gen 1 Pokemon to it. I don't know how soon they're going to do it. Another one. I thought they would do more than, like, one set at a time. Like, I thought it would be kind of like a big update. But no, they just threw in two more. Um, I still haven't gotten to the fourth area out of all the areas. I think there's only four so far. They'll probably add another one at some point. Um, but that's that's that. There's, there's not much more to it. I hope to play video games more in the future, as is usually the case. Also, Pokemon Showdown, Spe but like, there's nothing interesting to say about that. On, you like to play more games specifically on the Oculus Quest 2? John, I told you I need to have an apartment <laughs> first before I can even start thinking about that. Don't do you this to think me. think about it. Play it on the subway. Don't do this to me. Find think it's <laughs> free. Come on. <laughs> You can consider it. You didn't say it. It wasn't free. You wanted me to pay for it. 
No, I said thinking is free. Um, <laughs> this is the thought police. No, it's not. Well, you know what else is free? <laughs> listening to the Game Cola podcast, which is why we thank you for listening to the Game Cola podcast. I don't know if that actually makes any sense. Yeah. I don't think it does. But I do thank you genuinely for listening to this episode of the Game Cola podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. There was, um, an, there was a review channel. posted there recently. Yes, there was, a, there was a review posted there by James Pelster about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and how he can't believe he likes it. So you could check this out on our actual internet website. Um, we also have our YouTube channel, GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. Um, James and John have been doing live streams of Dan Gan Run Pa 3, as well as James' series on the remastered Ghost Trick, which you can check out. Um, Dang it, Grandpa. (laughs) Dang it, Grandpa. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Dang it, Ron Paul. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You can also uh, find us on Discord, look in the YouTube description, or on the website link. I wish there was an easier way to get you guys on Discord from the podcast. I'll have to figure that out. Brain Um, invite. I don't think we're on Twitter anymore. I think Twitter broke. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to post exist. manually. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. So I don't think we're on Twitter anymore. <laughs> you, I That's mean, you can still find the links, but you'll just come to the Discord. I I ping people when there's a new podcast. That's true. I don't know. Were the how many people out there do you think got to the podcast because they read the tweet about it? <laughs> I don't know how many that is. And also, do they forget about that the podcast exists without that tweet? Yeah, every day they forget until they log on to Twitter and they see it again. Like, as far as I know, like, I'm pretty sure that nobody does anything unless they're told. So, like, that's why every single video says like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe, both. Smash that bell button, right? Mm-hmm. The main thing is come to the Discord. The Discord is the the most fun thing you can do. That's can, that's my main call to action. Yeah, you can see how I uh, was watching, you know, shows on CRT. You can mm-hmm. see uh, pictures of my social media posts from my Tamagotchi. Well, you probably have to give it its own channel now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Game Call Podcast. Have a wonderful time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is that you are listening to this podcast, and we will see you next month. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm going to cut all this out, so I'm just not trying. I'm trying not to say anything funny. Except maybe that. That might be the coda. <laughs>